0: Welcome everybody to Catfish Weekly, presented by Whiskerware Apparel, along with Doc Lang. I'm Lyle Stokes. Doc, we got a big one tonight. We're gonna to talk about winter blues on Wheeler.
1: Yes, we do with Mr. Jody Harrison.
0: Absolutely. It'll be a blast. Uh
1: and let me say this, much you did an excellent job at Mississippi River Monsters, buddy. Well, I appreciate that. Thanks that, a lot.
0: That ain't Bye. no joke. It
2: was
1: outstanding. It's easy to do when you're having fun. It is a (laughs) treat. It really
0: is.
1: (laughs) And we appreciate the plugs for catfish weekly too. Yes. No problem. No problem at all.
2: I love you guys.
0: Doc, we are what two and a half two weeks, a little over two weeks from monsters on the Ohio. Wait a minute, wait
1: a minute. Just keep talking. I'll let you know for (laughs) sure.
0: That's outstanding. I didn't know you'd done that with that tournament too.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah gotta find it here on my phone bear with me okay monsters on the ohio we are 17 days 11 hours 57 minutes and 26 <laughs> seconds away in from the game day winter blues on wheeler we're 102 days 12 hours 57 minutes and 13 seconds away <laughs> okay.
0: Oh. oh baby, well, I, I got to tell you, you know that we sold the monster cat, and I'm so happy that the gentleman got that. He's a military man and a really cool guy. We had a fun time out on with him out on the water. But my other boat hadn't been running quite some time, and we've been fever feverishly working trying to get it back in shape, ready to go, so we could take it to Monsters on Ohio. And, you know, last week we talked a little bit about you having issues and Jason and some other people and Dink having trouble with their wheel bearings. So, I, we had just packed the wheel bearings and the work on them before we got the Monster Cat. And I told Tony, I said, let's pull this apart and check them while well, we spun the bearing. And sure enough, one of the new bearings after being sitting all that time had went bad. So we got new bearings and packed wheel bearings and all that stuff in that baby right now, ready to go again. Uh, I, I can't stress enough how important that is to keep from having problems out on the road to check this stuff on these long trips.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll do a number on them, but I, I'm always prepared.
0: So. Yep. And, uh, after you having the, the issue and having your spare, um, uh, hubs, uh, we will be ordering one for my boat, and that way, in case I have an issue, even with new parts, you can, they can go bad, then we'll just slip the hub on and down the road we'll go. and uh, I'll have an extra set of bearings also because the uh, last thing I want to do is be stranded out on the road and rely on somebody to bend me over and hose me right good for repairs on the side of the road. Yeah, so us old guys need a lot of help. That's right, that's right, man. I, I, I gotta tell you, I can't thank my son enough, Tony. Come over and Spent the day with me, helping me put the live well back in it and hooking up radios and, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. And uh, Vince Nadoski got me the uh, hookup on the on the uh, cables to hook my two units together. And I guess the box will be here tomorrow, and and uh, we'll get all that stuff put together. And one day this week, we'll get to take her back to the lake, make sure she runs good and everything, and it's going to be Owensboro, Kentucky bound before you know it. Yeah, Won't be long. Won't be long at all. Jody, welcome to Catfish Weekly. I, I It's really exciting having you on here because I know that you have some big news to tell us about. Yeah,
2: yeah, definitely do. I finally got a, a couple of days there to work over the blue a little bit. And I, you know, I've been trying to ex- explain to everybody and apologize to everybody how my regular job is killing me right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, these real jobs just get in the way of all the fun stuff. That's exactly right. But I did. I finally got a couple days to uh, spend on working on Winter Blues a little bit and come up with some really exciting stuff. I tell you, if everything just comes together like it's looking, it's going to be a really good
0: event. Yes, sir. We're looking forward
2: to it, man. Well, I think it's going to be a good time. Uh, You know, one of the the most exciting things to kind of come together immediately is that... uh, it's no longer considered uh, winter blues on wheeler presented by official. Uh, we're very proud to announce that it is now winter blues on wheeler presented by bottom dwellers tackle. Nice. Yes. Tackle. Good to you. Right. Yeah, you know, David Ashby has been staying in touch and <clears throat> you know he's he's been saying that he wants to get involved in it, so he has now become the title sponsor of Winter Blues on Wheeler. And uh, you know he's told me some of the things he's got in mind for it and uh, I'll tell you I, David's really going to push this thing over the top a lot of his plans he's got with it <clears throat> you know we don't have all of the uh, every all the details worked out but one of the things David's going to do is he's going to take care of the big fish prize, and we're going to do a $500 big fish prize but he's working out a program to where if you buy a hundred dollars worth of tackle from him between right this very minute when I just announced it, and November thirtieth, he's gonna add another five hundred dollars to it. Nice. Yes. Hmm. So you know, hundred dollars worth of tackle. Hey, everybody needs to tackle. That's and right. It could be worth another five hundred dollars. So uh, I think that's really cool. I mean, it's really cool. He's willing.
0: Well, and Dave's always been a great sponsor of our sport, and uh, we're proud to have him on board for this tournament. Uh, he'll do a lot of wonderful things, and and uh, outstanding service, and all that stuff is just part of what he does.
2: Yeah, it is, and you know, he yeah. told me he, he told me some of the stuff that I tell you the uh, <coughs> the captains meeting we're gonna have. He's gonna have a lot of good stuff to give away for it, and uh, you yeah, know he. you know he's really excited he was talking not even nothing about all the stuff he wants to do and everything he wants to give away and I told him I said well I said let's just let's get it all figured out let's get it all written down and then we'll we'll formally announce everything but yeah having David Ashby involved in this you know on top of the uh, the $10,000 guaranteed first place we're going to do that's $10,000 cash that know one lucky team is gonna walk away with you know $10,000 cash 500 to $1,000 for a big fish prize and the biggest thing that I'm excited about I've been working on this for a long time trying to get this put together last year at winter blues uh, during the practice times um, we had a 112 pound blue cat caught. I believe we had a 102 pound blue cat I think another 98 pounds. so we got to check it in. Now, what is the state record <coughs> for the state of Alabama? Yeah, the state of Alabama record for a blue cat is 120 pounds. So it looks like we're getting really close to breaking that record. And uh, so we was able to put together a program that if you're able to break the state record for a blue cat at Winter Blues on Wheeler, you can walk away with fifty thousand dollars. Cool. So how about that?
0: That, that is just outstanding Jody. I know you and I had talked about that and we wasn't letting the cat out of the bag That is some really big-time money for a tournament catfish tournament and uh, People are really close at practice down there getting that that record I mean 20 pounds is not that much of a stretch if you're catching 105 hundred and ten pound fish in practice A hundred. The record is very doable. You're eight pounds away from, from uh, the state record, and wouldn't it be something if somebody could catch that 121 or whatever, and not only set the state record but win Winter Blues on Wheeler, and collect fifty thousand dollars on top of it? Yeah, how awesome would that be? And you know, the reason I went
2: with that program was that you know you see a lot of stuff out there like that. And, you know, you, you think, uh, you know, he's just putting something together that's just not doable. But this is very doable. This is something that can really happen. Yes. Um, you know, breaking the state record, I, I think we're, we were close last year. We got really close last year. So, uh, this is going to be awesome. i tell you, if somebody messes around and hits that, I I ain't going to be able to contain my excitement. Up there. <laughs> you know, I mean, you look at $50,000 for that plus another $10,000 for, wheeling, for uh, winning, winning. The tournament. Yeah, you know, that's sixty thousand. You know, surely you're gonna have big fish too. Yeah. So that's another thousand. So I mean that's sixty one thousand dollars that you can potentially walk away with. And that's I, a, that's money. That's cash money right there.
0: I gotta tell you, Jody, if, if I would happen to be fortunate enough to do that, dinner will be on me, old buddy. <laughs> you think you might buy me a steak? I'd probably buy everybody one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> well I, i'll tell you man i just i am so excited we they put that together and when, yeah, it'll be just so cool if it actually works out
0: absolutely when you brought that to me here a week or two ago we was visiting about it i i got to thinking and fifty thousand dollars is a ton of money anywhere you go or any tournament you fish but doc you and I have talked about this before, and it hasn't been that long ago to where we never dreamed we would see that kind of money in catfishing.
1: No, that's true. Very true.
0: Man, yeah. it's just uh,
2: – That's, that's not funny. You can pretty much go buy whatever boat you want. Pretty close. Pretty <laughs> close. You I
0: mean, wouldn't have much further to go. There, there's a lot of quality boats that can be bought with that kind of money.
2: No doubt. No doubt. Uh, so, I mean, i I tell you, I just, I've, I, I talked to a few people at Mississippi River Monsters about it, you know, just a few anglers down there, and it was funny, and I'm not going to say who he was, but uh, I was talking to him about coming to Winter Blues, and he said, well, you know, I'd like to come, but I don't think I'm going to make it, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and I said, well, I said, you know, we are doing the $10,000 guaranteed first place. He kind of turned, and he looked at me and said, well, I probably still aren't going to be able to make it, I said, well, let me throw something else at you. I said, what about $50,000 for state record? He turned around, looked at him, and said, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, I think that'll get a lot of attention. And, and I hope it does. But, um, you know, and it just, it'll mean so much more if somebody actually, I mean, it would mean so much to me if somebody <laughs> hit that. Well,
0: like you say, well, as close as they was last year uh, in pre-fishing, and all, not always is tournament day as good as some of the pre-fishing days, but when you're that close, when you are that close pre-fishing, at some point somebody's going to lay that out. Dave Swearington would like to know what's the state record in Alabama, Jody. 120 pounds. 120 pounds. So, uh, like I say, 8 pounds off. From what they was catching last year, uh, Bottom Feeders Fishing Club is watching the show while they are on the water fishing. I just yeah. kept catching that. That's pretty cool. Same Good thing. luck, guys. Heck yeah, man. Uh, maybe they're practicing up for that one twenty. <laughs> well, I think
2: we're going to see more people start practicing up for now.
0: Well, you know, and what's going to happen, you know. When when the word gets out that there's a chance of winning uh, fifty thousand dollars, the trips to Wheeler for pre-fishing and something was going to escalate in a rapid pace. Yep, somebody's going to be trying to start marking this fish. Well, and, and you know, as much fun as yeah. it would be, and as important as it would be to set that state record, it needs to be done in that tournament. <laughs> It really does. So uh, Yeah, it uh, definitely does. Yeah. Jody, what can you tell us about the bait situation for winter blues? Well,
2: um really I mean it's gonna I guess it's gonna I don't really expect it to be much different than it has been before. I mean I think skip jack's gonna be the go to bait. It seems like that's what that's what pulls them big ones out. They always seem to be pretty plentiful during that time of the year too, so I don't don't think bait's going to be a problem.
0: Yep. Uh, Is someone going to supply bait down there, or is it on everybody to get their own? I have have nobody's contacted me
2: about supplying bait. Okay. Okay. uh, Who who is the guy that that we see at the tournament's doing it? I can't never remember who it is. Uh, We see him at all the big tournaments with uh, Frozen. Carl Mills. yeah, I, mean, I, would, I would figure he would probably end up being there. But uh, if anybody knows anything, you know, have them contact me. I would uh,
0: know, definitely like to get
2: something lined up,
0: right? Uh, well, I don't know if Carl's watching tonight, uh, I know he does sometimes, but Carl, if you are, contact Jody Harrison and get this make this happen. Uh, because there's a lot of people that come down last minute, don't have time to go out and look for bait. And that just works out so much better for everybody. Uh, and the stuff that he's got is extreme quality. I mean, it just is.
2: I've never heard anything bad about it. Everybody always talks real highly of him. And, you know, and then wherever you see the lions standing out there waiting on it, I mean, somebody that don't have good bait isn't going to get that kind of lions waiting on them. Waiting on them so.
0: That's that's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, uh, you know, it's, it's – uh, it, it, like I say, it's just something that when when people can't get the time to to get bait, uh, I know last tournament down at Memphis, there was a friend of mine from Iowa drove down Thursday night, got there sometime Friday, made the captain's meeting, didn't get the pre fish, didn't have bait or nothing. Uh, he got his bait and uh, he got the fish, and uh, you know he was happy about that, and I'm I'm really glad that he made the trip because. These big tournaments, everybody wants to get together and have a good time some
2: fish, and that's,
0: that's what you have to do. So, uh, uh, you know, it, it's, it's all in fun. But if we can, if somebody can supply the bait, that'll help you, which helps all the anglers, which makes it more fun. And uh, it just gets uh, better and better to go.
2: Yeah, no, so it does. You know, I like to say that the biggest thing about all of them that I've enjoyed the most is just the fun. You know, everybody oh. getting together. Everybody just having a good time with it. That, you know, that's what has made it the most fun above and beyond everything else. I mean, I, I had a just absolute fall in Mississippi River Monster this year. Oh. Huh. I, I was really surprised. We, we, we drove in Thursday, and um, we had everything set up by 1 o'clock Friday. And I kept walking around going, I have forgot to do something. Something didn't get done. We, we, you know, something was going to go wrong. And... It did, and then you know, come the you know morning of the tournament, blast off was just flawless, and we're uh, getting all the boats in the order was just flawless, and then got back up there to the stage and everything was working, and I, I was just waiting for a catastrophe
0: at any minute. And it, didn't. I mean, it was everything went great. You know, um, Jody, that's two years in a row that that tournament has went off pretty much without a hitch. Now you got a little things that happened, and I don't care where you are or what you're doing. We're going to have a few things that don't, you know, jive 100, percent but overall, it's pretty pretty good success rate the last two years.
2: Yes, yeah. it's been it's been great. I say I've been so proud to be involved in it. Oh yeah. You know, we can we can bring this following the Winter Blues too, and uh, you know it's like I was Ben George was talking, you know, uh, before the tournament the other day, and I told him I said you know I said this is a really good opportunity for everybody. I said, we, you know, we keep these tournaments working together and, you know, don't have people looking at it as it's competition between each other. We can keep working together, keep building sport. It benefits the anglers in the long and, and at the end of the day, that's what all this is about. It's, it's about taking care of our anglers and, you know, see fit to come out and fish these tournaments. That's right. You know, George, he was 100% agreement in it, and you know, we talked a long time about it. You know we just keep working together and putting on good events and you know in the end the anglers are the winners and and that's
0: that's what we need to focus on I agree a hundred percent doc I'm gonna turn over I know you probably got some stuff you want to visit with Jody about and uh, let's let's get her going
1: well before we do that I've already got people saying let's spin the wheel so <laughs> hey let's spin the wheel
0: You know what? I've got all them names loaded up in random.org. And Jody, if you would pick me a low number below five, we'll spin that wheel and see what who wins. A low number below five. Yeah, five or below. How about number three? Number three. One, two, three. And I have music. music yeah the winner is Chad milks Chad's a frequent viewer on catfish weekly let me write his name down here that way I don't forget and <laughs> spin. <laughs> The survivor unit from Robert at Marine. So, hey, Chad, Lord. if you will contact Robert at Crusher Marine, tell him you won a survivor unit on Catfish Weekly. He will send that right out to you. And uh, hey, Doc, those Catfish yes, Weekly shirts we got from Robert are pretty nice, and we yes, do for sale we're out of the extra larges, but they will be in this week so if you have ordered an extra large as soon as they come in we will ship them and whatever else is in your order out to them so nobody has to pay extra shipping just to let everybody know they will be in in a day or two so there you go I had a great conversation with uh Mississippi
2: River Monsters and uh, <coughs> I probably stood there and talked to him for probably 15 20 minutes and talked to him another day on the telephone I tell you, I really like that product he's got. It. It's outstanding. It is. It is outstanding. And as a matter of fact, I'm getting ready to order some from him. And, uh, I'm gonna give them out to some of these guys down here. I mean, that is a really good product. Uh, love, you know, I love anything that's conservation focused. Robert has got a great product. And I tell you, I, I told him the other day, I said, you know, when I believe in a product, I'll do everything I can to get it out. So. I'm going to hand out some of them down here some of the guys I know here in Alabama. I'd really like to see every boat around have one of them on.
0: We, uh, Mike, I was talking earlier. My boat hadn't been run in a while. It has a new survivor unit on it today
1: before yes. it ever hits
0: the water. It's ready to go. Heath Malone, that is Doc's music, not mine. That, Thank you very is. much. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: Doc. How many boats is in the tournament right now? I think I think we're right in. I think
2: 68 is what I got pre-registered right now. 68, 69, something like that. How many I, did I, you I, have last year? We had 78. So, ooh, so yeah. <laughs> we're almost we're almost got as many pre-registered as we had in the whole tournament last year.
1: Yeah, and then a little bit of incentive. Uh, you may be getting a lot more now. I sure hope so and you know it's like I
2: I keep telling everybody that there's a lot of eyes on this tournament There's a lot of people standing on the sidelines watching this thing You know tournament catfishing in Alabama is something that you know very few people know about So there's a lot of people watching a lot of people waiting and you know We do we need a really big turnout for this tournament To be able to open the eyes here in Alabama show them what this is all about and uh I, I know I keep preaching that over and over, but I'm telling you, there's a lot of people watching this now. <laughs> uh, we need a good one on this one.
1: Uh, you know, so but, it's, go ahead, Doc. It's going out of Joe Wheeler State Park. Is that That's, the ramp? Yes, sir. The Joe Wheeler State
2: Park ramp is where we're going out of. Uh, same location it's been at uh, the previous years. Uh, lodging down there is. Uh, the lodge right there at Joe Wheeler State Park, and also the Comal Lodge. Uh, those are the two closest places to the ramp there. Um, let's see. Uh, the entry fee on it's two hundred dollars. Uh, now, the payout on this, the way we pay this thing out is, is it's a one in seven payout. I'm paying one place for every seven eight And That's the way we're gonna calculate it. So it's one place for every seven paid entries so you know there's 21 boats there you know seven uh, 21 divided by seven that'd be three places is what we'll pay so and then I'll calculate it just all the way out um, you know according to how many boats we end up with at the final count
1: and, um, it will be good we'll be a lot of money give up. Dieter Melhorn said is this a half skipjack or you're screwed tournament? <laughs> I, I think he's right. <laughs> man, that's
2: all them big old catfish know to eat theirs. good, Jack. So,
1: but, um, okay. Uh, Cliff Miller's wanting to know who's doing the MC stuff for the weigh in. I've got Chris Jones, who is
2: the voice of FLW Fishing. Uh, okay. Uh, Chris Jones does all of the FLW stuff, uh, TV, uh, their tournaments. You know, he, He's the man. He's the one that, uh, that does the talking for them. And I tell you, he's really excited to come out too. Uh, when I first talked to him about it, you know, I had that, he had that kind of funny look on his face like everybody else has never heard about it. And then by the time I got done talking, he's told me, he said, I wish that tournament was tomorrow. I want to see that. <laughs> uh, so, we can all meet, so we're going to you know, have the guy from FLW there. He's going to be uh, hanging out
1: with us and seeing what we can do. I want everybody to show out. Cad Daly wants to know where is the captain's meeting at? Uh, still to be determined.
2: Uh, it's it's kind of looking like it's going to be at that uh, Rogersville Church again, but I haven't nailed that down yet. But I will announce <laughs> it just as soon as possible, <laughs> and probably too. I'm I'm thinking about doing the captain's meeting a little bit earlier than what you typically see. You know, most captain's meetings don't start till six or seven o'clock, and I'm probably going to start mine probably about five and just try to get it done, you know, fairly quick to where everybody can get back to their rooms and start getting rested up. uh, So, but once I get it all worked out, I'll announce it.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm looking at what everybody's asking.
2: Okay. Yeah, this this is a good platform to answer a lot of questions.
0: Well, you know, Jody, anytime you have information like that, you can contact us. If we need to do a special uh, through the week or something, we'll be glad to do it. Uh, Cliff Miller, uh, Skip Jack would be my beta choice down there. And uh, we can we can do anything we can do to help you as we do with Monsters on the Mississippi and Monsters on the Ohio. Uh, whatever we got to do to promote these tournaments, you just let me know, and we'll we'll make an effort to do whatever we can to to assist you any way we can. Well,
2: I appreciate that. I really do. Yeah, you know, that's just so awesome you know, having a platform such as this to be able to get it out, talk to everybody. They you know, just 50 grand, 50 grand, 50 grand. That's what <laughs> like. 50 gram,
1: 50 yeah. <laughs> Well, Dieter Melhorn wants to know: Do the tournament rules allow you to live stream? During the t- tournament, if you are fishing, and we're going to have probably two of the biggest live streamers down there for this That's thing. Right. Uh,
2: you mean like from your phone? Is that is that what he means? Like, you know, when you're on the boat, you're if you're competing in the yeah. tournament, live streaming. Program. Yeah, right. Well, the the problem with that is is that it it you're sharing information it's, it's sharing a location is what it is people will be able to see where you're at yeah you know, i'm all for you know social media and you know putting out what you're doing and everything else but you know that's a there's a fine line you got to be real careful out there And you know if you're sitting there pulling up the big ones and you know your buddy sees that's where you're fishing at he comes over there you know it could be looked at as sharing information yeah so, as much as i hate to say it probably wouldn't be a good idea
0: <laughs> I promise you one thing: if I'm on Big Fish, you won't have to worry about me showing any of that on live stream. <laughs> we did a little of that at Memphis, but we wasn't catching no fish, was we, Doc?
2: Yeah. but now you know I am gonna I'm gonna have a uh, a guy there live streaming the tournament. Uh, the tournament will be live streamed on my website, fishlife.net, and uh, we're also gonna have some other video guys there. <clears throat> that's going to be recording everything. We're uh, probably going to have a drone running uh, during blast off and during weigh in, and and if I can get them, I'm gonna to try to get them out there when everybody's fishing too, where we can try to get some on the water footage. And you know, it'd be really cool if somebody could hook into a big one about the same time that drone was out there and gets really. Oh shot. yeah. Uh, but I, I've got I've got some people that's interested in it, uh, helping out with that part of it. You know my. My dream with this thing is, is that I would really like to put together almost like a little television show. Really. You know, really showing what the tournament's all about and then, you know, taking it to, you know, Sportsman's Channel or Outdoor Channel or something and, and you know, have them take an interest in it also. And, you know, if they could do that, then, you know, we could just look wonders on, you know, promoting the sport and showing everybody what this is all about.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying my best. <laughs> Glenn Flowers wants to know Florida question. Is it going to be cold? Yes. <laughs> Suck it up, big boy. You can handle it.
2: Yeah. I mean, if, you, if anybody remembers last year, it was 38 degrees and drizzling rain at Blast Off. It never got above 45 all day long, it drizzled rain all day long. And then right about weigh-in started, it started raining and the deeper in the weigh-in we got the harder it was raining. I fried a computer and uh, I ended up frying about $1,000 worth of electronics at that tournament. <laughs> and uh, you know by the time it was all over with everybody else got to leave, well that's when me and my crew got to tear all that mess down. Yeah. And uh, so we just had to, I mean all we could do was just suck it up and get all that stuff tore down. My trailer smelled so bad for months afterwards. Every time we'd open up that trailer, it just it smelled like something died in that way. But, you know, and, and I don't expect it to be any different. It'll, it'll be the same this year, too. So this this time I'm going to do a little bit better job of protecting my electronics. Yeah.
0: Yep. <laughs> so. Well, you know, uh, last year was the only one that Cindy and I have missed, and we missed that due to the fact that I was preparing for a new shoulder surgery and I uh, couldn't take a chance on messing it up, but uh, um, we really miss being there. I got to tell you, now it's, um, uh, it's a, like a Christmas trip for us every year or New Year's trip, whatever you want to call it. We've always had a blast down there uh, when it's over New Year's. You know, uh, I know Carl and them guys have a big party at their cabin, but our doors just stayed open and people's in and out from the time it got dark until the time that nobody could hardly stand up any longer. And uh, (laughs) we absolutely have had a blast. I don't see it being any different this year. And we, like I say, we missed last year as bad as we did. year before, we scraped ice off of the windshield of the old monster cat at takeoff time. And uh it was a little nipply out there to say the least.
2: Yeah, that was my first year being involved in it. I was standing out there going, What the heck am I doing out here? <laughs> I told I tell Daniel Parsons, I said, Buddy, you better know that I love you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a fact. Yeah. Well usually
1: with uh with the bad weather it comes a great bike. I, I mean that's usually what happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's what it seemed like the worse the weather is the better to buy
2: usually I, mean, I guess if we're looking at fifty thousand dollars being on the line i guess we're, we're hoping for
0: five foot of snow and, <laughs> and
2: freezing conditions <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, no i hope we don't get that <laughs> yeah
2: me too I, I don't i don't do snow very well at all that's you know all y'all you northern folks y'all can keep all that mess up with y'all i don't want nothing to do with it when it gets too cold. We're, yeah. we're kind of used to it.
1: <laughs> y'all have. <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm used to dragging a boat in the in the, with snow on the ground. It's not yep. fun, but it, it can be done.
2: It's very Home. I don't see how y'all do it. I'm scared to death to drive. No. <laughs> so, but um. You know, I just, uh, you know, we're gonna keep working on a few other things. Uh, I, I got to start getting with some other people about sponsorships. Uh, at some point, I got, to, I got to just take. I guess I might just take a few days off work and just dedicate solely to other sponsorships. Because, you know, I, mean, I got people calling me wanting to be involved, and I feel terrible because I keep putting them off. And you know, it's not that I mean anything by it. It's just I haven't had time to get to it. But I gotta, I gotta get it done. So,
0: so. okay. How about uh, telling us the best places to stay? We got people asking about that.
2: Okay, uh, the lodge at Joe Withers State Park is probably going to be your nicest one. Uh, The lodge at Joe Withers State Park—they got—they got got, like regular rooms in the lodge, but they also got cabins. And uh, you know, I mean, they're really nice place there to stay at. And then also, you have the Econa Lodge, which is just right outside the park. So those are the two, the two closest ones that I know of, and um, you know they're always the ones that sells out. So Joe Wheeler State Park Lodge and the Econo Lodge. after the Econo Lodge is definitely going to be cheaper, but uh, during that time of the year, Joe Wheeler should have done swapped to their winter rates, so they should be a little cheaper than normal. But if you're coming, I highly advise you to go ahead and get your uh, reservations made soon, and. Um, no, those are really the, the two that I know about. I'd have to actually get over there to see what some other places are.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm just getting caught up on the thing.
0: <coughs> I had to rescue my dog from chewing lead.
1: <laughs>
0: it was definitely a chewer. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's time to spin that wheel again. All righty then. Let's just do that. Jody, so, you got another low number figured out? Give me a number one this time. Number 1. Yep. And the winner is Keith Smart, longtime viewer of Catfish Weekly. Registers every week. Glad that he does. Keith Smart. <laughs> i <laughs> you. He will uh, send me your information sometime I, and tonight or tomorrow, whenever I will get you a package from rig wrap right out to you. I know that you're going to love them as we all do. And Thanks for playing. Weekly rig wrap prize game. That was awesome. How
2: y'all were in the way line throwing all that stuff out. I thought that was so cool. Um,
0: <coughs> so we have to, we got some really good sponsors, uh, Glenn with Rigrap and Robert, uh, Robert actually worked really hard getting our shirts done for us. They was supposed to have been sent and uh, they kept saying they were supposed to be at my house, supposed to be at my house. Well, they showed up Thursday before the tournament. There's no way we could get them down there. And since they didn't, when Robert left his house, he stopped by wherever the print shop was and had those shirts specifically printed up and brought them down so we would have them to toss out to the crowd because we planned on doing that and bless his heart for taking care of us he done a bang up job making sure everything robert works really hard uh to help us do what we do and glenn is another one he he really busted and i spend a lot of time on the phone with both those guys they do an outstanding job there's some great sponsors for our show and they both have some outstanding products and uh uh, they they just they just help us so much it's like Rob Crawford Rob has been with us a long time he does wonderful things with us he got great products and uh you know that's what it takes for us to be successful uh it, it just works out really well for us and and we appreciate everything those guys do uh and we don't tell them enough you know uh but you know just like your products which like products they're really a great product and and until people use them, they don't realize how good of products they really are.
2: That's right. That's exactly right. So uh, uh, us, us old fishermen are kind of hard-headed and we're setting our ways. And, you know, It takes a lot to get us to try something new or try something different. So, <laughs> that's you know, exactly right. Yeah. Sometimes you got to throw it out of a boat and hit us in the head. Try something different. So, <laughs> but I tell you, I, I would really like to see that become kind of a tradition in all of these big tournaments. Is the guys coming through, you know, that has sponsors and all, is able to throw a few products out of their boats? It will be something, you know, di- different. You know, something that kind of sets uh, sets our part of the sport different from what you see in other ones. And uh, I really like to see that continue to grow and more and more people get to do it. And you know, as well as I do, the you know, the more of that that can be done, the more talk goes out, the more, the more spectators we have, and the bigger it gets.
0: Uh, that's exactly right. We need those spectators as bad as we need anything else.
2: We do, we do. You know, when, when these cities and counties and potential sponsors and and everybody, when they're looking at this, the more people they see out there watching this thing, the better it looks. That's exactly that's right. right. I mean, I've been I've been to other tournaments. I've done other tournaments before that is actually you no know, actually pretty big bass tournaments or something else, and you know I look out on the behind the camera. You know, and there's 15, 20 people out there, and, you know, it just, you know, if that camera ever turned around, it would really uh, mess up everybody's impression of the tournament. That's uh, right. Uh, but, you know, with these, you know, Mystic River Monsters, they had a great bunch of spectators there, and, uh, you know, and, and, it's, and it's good for me, too. It helps me, I can play off of them a little bit better. I got more people out there, and. And then, you know, you get the, the participation from you guys out there in the boats too, and everybody kind of playing off each other. It just makes the tournament more fun and more entertaining.
0: Yeah, that's, that's very true. Uh, I got a message from Brad Shoemate that says that Kathy Kermickle has cabins on Second Creek for rent. Not sure how many she has left. And uh, I know uh, that uh, Jason is fishing the tournament with us down at Winter Blues and he has already reserved cabins and i think they're about out at the state park so if you need cabins motel rooms and stuff from what i'm seeing sounds to me like you need to get on down and get them called up to make sure you're gonna have a place to stay. because uh i i it's this tournament is growing so rapidly so fast and getting so big that uh, if you want to be a part of it, and everybody does, that you need to, to get your place to stay, because the last thing you will be do- doing is driving long distances to fish all the time, and uh, those cabins work out really well for us.
2: Yeah, if anybody runs across any other ones over there like that, shoot me the information too, where I can put it on the Wear Blues page. Uh, you know, I created that little fax post up there at the top, you know, trying to you know pull all the commonly asked questions together. And, uh, you know, so if we get some other places to stay, if anybody knows private cabins like that, uh, send it to me so I can put it on there. You know, help everybody find you know, somewhere to stay.
0: Brad also sent me another message just now that says that uh, she also has RV hookers. No, that'd be cool. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that pull their boats with RVs or uh, uh, campers on their trucks or something like that.
2: Yeah, that would be good. I need I need to take a ride over there. Maybe maybe I can try to get, hook up with Daniel Parsons one day. Maybe, maybe, me and him need to sit and sit and visit together a little bit anyway. And that might be a good ride. We'll just ride over there and just kind of see if we can find some other cabins and you know private stuff over there and uh, try
1: to get it posted to the page. Um,
2: hey
1: uh, Jody, uh, Tim from Whiskersticks Fishing left a message here on the chat says i'll sponsor the event jody so that's Whisker sticks who was that uh tim from whisker sticks wants to sponsor the wants to be one of the sponsors so. okay all right uh have him sh- ask him to uh
2: shoot me his information on the winter blues page and i will get together I'll maybe try to give him a call bar or something
1: okay so did you get that Tim? See if he comes up to me like that. Hey Jody, can
0: you turn the volume down just a little bit? We're starting to get some feedback. Uh,
1: let's see.
2: I tell you, I need to get me one of them headsets. Like, see some of these other folks doing. Hey, that's for you. Yeah. Somebody from South Carolina. <laughs> Is that a little better?
0: That's great.
2: Okay. Yeah, since that's to where I was getting the rock come on here so often, I need to me one of them fancy little old headset things and maybe it might sound a little better.
0: I have okay. to tell you that I've bought three or four of them and the better quality ones you get, the better off you are. Right.
2: So, you get what, so you get what you pay for? That's
0: pretty much it.
2: <laughs> well, I tell you, I just, I'm really excited about this thing. I think we're going to have a lot of fun with it. Uh... I'm gonna have also uh, that buddy of mine that was down there last year doing the barbecue. He's gonna be there again this year. Ooh, food! Yes, yeah. yeah. So gotta have food. And uh, so he he's already committed, so he'll be down there. Uh, I don't. What do you guys think about breakfast? He was asking me, did I want, Did he want to? We want him to do some kind of smoked sausage or something for breakfast. We need to figure out if everybody be interested in that. He said he'd, he'd do it. I like to eat. Me too. Light <laughs> right there just shows it much <laughs> Especially when it's cold. Yes, sir. Um, so yeah, we need, to, we need to put a pole out or something. And Absolutely. See what we can't come up with on that. He said he'd be more willing to do it. He's a fat boy like me. He likes to eat he knows how to cook good food. <laughs> Never trust a skinny cook. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Uh, it says the boat ramp is 500 yards from the cabin that on that that lady that we posted about, so that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I'm not familiar with that, but we should check it out.
2: Yeah, that's what I ended up doing this year. I rented one of them big cabins for me and my crew, and so we can just go stay right down there at the cabin.
0: Where is that coming from? Not sure. We didn't have it, and all of a sudden we started getting it. Sounds like <laughs> a feedback
1: a the, Sounds like a feedback coming off somewhere.
0: Yeah, it's feedback. I'm just not sure where it's coming from. Jody, can you turn your volume down any more at all?
2: Yeah, that's what I was just doing. I was turning
0: it down lot more Okay.
2: That seemed to help out a little bit more.
0: We're still getting a little bit of it. I think we may make it through all right. That's screaming, is kind of tough on us. Okay. Candace Pitt says, Hey, my husband says, hold up about them skinny cooks. He can cook his butt off. (laughs) Well. Well, you know, I I'll it tell you, know, to you know, me. I like to eat, so
2: if I'm anybody comes with up, they anything, some ideas, what do you know? You know, I'm always open to ideas to
0: make this tournament a little better. Absolutely. And I know that you're working really hard to get it all done and uh, we appreciate everything you do, Jody. It's it's I, it's a tough deal uh to put these tournaments on. Uh, people that don't do it don't realize how hard how much work is involved in them, but it is a lot of work.
2: Yeah, definitely. There's, there's a lot that goes into it, and I wish I could just commit more time to it, but it's just it's not possible right now with uh, <clears throat> the company I work for. We got a bunch of big projects going on right now that we haven't typically had in the past. And, um, it's just everything kind of just came together at a bad time this year. But we'll still get it. It's it's going to work out. We're going to have fun, and you know we're going we're going to put it on a tournament. And somebody's going to win some money, and um, we're going to have fun.
0: Absolutely, it's a great place to fish.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep,
0: you know, uh, it's absolutely a wonderful place to fish. Uh, Doc, you've never been to Winter Blues, have you?
1: No, this will be my first time. No,
0: it's a blast. It really is. It's going to be different for us not being over uh, New Year's weekend, but uh, I think that that'll be uh, really good
1: that's what helped me out uh, because it, I always have to work New Year's that's when my shop is shut down and you know the mechanic that's the only time we could do making so having a week later really helped me out i tell you, the general feedback that I've
2: gotten from everybody is that you know granted I mean we had a lot of people that wasn't happy about it but I think the majority of the people are happy about it from what I'm hearing That it it worked out a lot better for a lot of people to move it, you know, where it actually got into the
0: next year. So, okay, boys and girls, we have Kathy's phone number with the other cabin it is 931 363 6371. Thank you, Brad, appreciate that. If that'll help you out. Yep.
2: Uh, J- yeah. we'll try. Okay. To, we'll try to get back and get a post on the yeah. Blues.
0: That'd be great. I'm trying to keep up with the uh, Facebook messages, along with the other. And, well, we're really getting some screwing now.
1: Yeah, we're getting a ton of feedback. Jody's the one that doesn't have it.
0: I've got mine turned down. Yeah, I do too. Mine
2: yeah, I got mine turned down real low.
0: Well, are you on a laptop, Joe?
2: Yeah, I'm on a laptop.
0: Yeah, that's one of the things about laptops is the speaker and the microphones are so close together. That's where you end up getting them, and they always start out good, and you pick them up later on. <laughs>
2: well, well, I'll tell you. I guess probably just let y'all finish the show up. Uh, if anybody needs anything out of me hit me on the winter blues page um, I guess I've about made all my announcements that I got for now I'm sure I'm forgetting something, but that's nothing
0: unusual. Well Jody we're gonna have you on again between now and, and winter blues and uh, we appreciate everything that you're doing. I know you're busting it really hard to make this happen. Like I told you if there's anything we can do to help you out in this us stuff.
2: All right. Well, thank you so much, Lyle. Thank you, Doc, and yes, sir, and, and all the viewers out there, the anglers, everybody, man, just you know, thank y'all so much. I mean, know this is this is nothing without all of y'all. Know that I appreciate y'all, and I'm gonna do everything I can I can to give you guys a good time.
0: Sounds great. We have every confidence it'll be wonderful.
2: All right, y'all take care. Good night. Good night.
0: All right, Jody. Thank you. So Thanks much. again,
2: Jody.
1: Appreciate it.
0: All right, Doc, he, he's really hitting it hard to make this a great tournament, and it always is. You know, it's a blast going down to Winter Blues. Yeah, that's where the feedback was coming from. Yeah, it's them laptops. You just yeah. about got a set of headphones or something on them. But, yeah, yeah.
1: how it waited till towards the end of the show before.
0: If you remember, though, that's how they always do.
1: Yeah, I know. It's like they get warmed up.
0: Uh, something, Yeah. But Jody works really, really hard to make this tournament good, as Daniel did. Daniel busted it, put a lot of time in to make it to make it work out really good, uh, and and they work together very well. And now Jody's doing it; he's doing an outstanding job. And uh, like I, like we was talking earlier, man, he hit a home run down at Mississippi River Monsters.
1: Yeah, he really. Web, did. web address for the info. What is that? Wheeler Blue. Winter Blues mm-hmm. on Wheeler
0: on Facebook is the only one yeah. I'm aware of. Okay. But Jody is still in there, so Jody, if you have a just whatever info contact information, if you would please put it on Catfish Weekly or these on our Facebook page, where these guys can find it. I think that will help get you some more information, and we'd like to say whatever we can do to help you. Uh, that'll be outstanding. Glenn Flowers, we got to get you on our show again. It's been a while, buddy. Yeah. We've been talking about it. We need to make her happen. Make it happen. Um, Doc, I have a couple announcements I want to do. Okay. And um, one of them is a tournament this weekend put on by Brent Timmerman. It's for a little girl, uh, Sierra Jane, who was tragically killed in an accident. This is, will be a qualifying event for the Catfish Weekly National Championship. Uh, $50 per team, $10 for big fish, 75% paid out. The rest of the money will go to uh, the Sarah Jane Scholarship Fund for selected classmates in 2020. Hang on just a minute. What are you chewing on? Damn, no. Uh but contact Brent Timmerman at 319-759-5709. Um, they will also have that information up on Facebook. Uh, Matt Marshall is extremely familiar with this event. Uh, any of those guys living up in Iowa should be able to help you, and we really, really need to, to help them uh, have a great event on that. Uh, it's, it's really good. Jody says nothing on the website. Uh, All the information is on the Winter Blues on Wheeler page on Facebook. Thank you, Jody. Uh, Central Texas Catfishing Trail, October 21st on Lake Bolton. Contact Jerry Dillard for information. I think this is their first tournament uh, as they start off their new season. Make sure you contact them. Central Missouri Cats, Caleb McDaniels and Gavin Adams, McAdams, first place, second place, Joe Bell and Gary Bell, third place, Dustin uh, Miller and Jason Morant, fourth place, Brad Young and Dustin England, fifth place, Josh Butterfield, Clifford Butterfield. Doc, we now have, let me pull this up here, over 400 people qualified for the Catfish Weekly National Championship.
1: 400 people.
0: Over 400. 400 anglers. Wow. We have, I'm pulling it up now as soon as I get everything to keep rolling. 401 qualified anglers. We have uh, 10 teams coming out of Iowa that will be finished up here really, really shortly. We have several events left to go, so it looks like it looks like we are going to make our four hundred or our two hundred teams a very much of a reality. This will make a huge payout for our championship coming up March twelfth and thirteenth, or May twelfth and thirteenth, two thousand and eighteen. So uh, excited about this! I think it's going to be a great tournament. Uh, free veterans catfishing tournament in Fay North Carolina October 13th you can contact bottom feeders fishing help these guys out they do a lot of quality stuff for people that have issues whatever they may be uh, they rely solely on donations and different things or they pay it out of their pocket support these people they're doing wonderful things for the fishing community we've had nick on the show and some of his buddies uh get out and fish this term and help these guys out these are some that's important stuff we need to make sure we support these guys that's all i have doc all right, all right. well i've got a few days
1: now we're, here we go what's going on here uh Cabela's tournament, Brooke Wilbanks, Dave Shipman, first place, 142.06. Second, David Hill, Kenneth McKenzie, 141.36. Third was Steve and Lisa Douglas, 139.06. And fourth was Frank White and Aaron Priest, 128.68. Those right. weights were all pretty tight. Yes, Those they ones. were. First to fourth. Big fish, Christian Vidito and Samuel Kate, fifty-four point three four pounds. Uh, let's see what else I got. Uh, Bruce Midkiff Memorial. Uh, first place, Tom Petrosky and Henry Neffus, eighty-three point sixteen pounds. Second, Chris Nesmith and Danny Glover, eighty-one point seven pounds. Third Casey Tutro, Andrew Hahn, seventy-five point two, and big fish for the forty-two point nine pound Mike and mm-hmm. Michael Rittenberry and Teddy Weatherford. And that's
0: all I have, Lyle. See this right here, Doc? Yeah. You know what that is?
1: Yeah, it looks uh, looks like paracord.
0: That no, this is a plow. Pug- for a charger for a GoPro GoPro camera that
1: the dog got a hold of.
0: Just been incensed. Yeah, it has. <laughs> uh, come here. Come here.
1: Uh, I don't I don't have to worry about that. Mine, he, he just come to, well, he just came up here and snuggled up against me. Wanted to now, uh,
0: this is our puppy that we got a while back that was not supposed to get very big that is turned out to be quite the young lady and uh if things go right we we had her spayed last week and we'll be taking the stitches out in the next couple days but uh we plan on having her at uh monsters on the ohio we're going to take her out in the boat she does really well in the boat but uh that's going to be a long trip we're excited to have her down there uh but We got to keep them damn cords away from her Doc. That's all. Yeah,
1: she's just paying you back for getting her spaded. I
0: guess that's what it is. (laughs) Oh man, she's she's a lot of fun. We had the grandkids over yesterday with them, but we can't we can't be chewing up cords. We just can't do that. So we got to get that stopped. That's all there is to it. Yeah. You always raising a puppy. You are correct, Ethan, that is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And labs are the worst chewers of all. They really are.
1: And I had two of them, and neither one of them chewed. I I must have gotten lucky.
0: I'm pretty sure I've never had one that wasn't. Uh, I think every one of them, she was chewers, you know. Now, our dachshunds, not so much, but... um, Remington, when he was a pup, would build a new house in 92. He chewed the front door. We had French doors. He chewed one of them. He chewed all Cindy's rose bushes up. I can't tell you how many tennis shoes I had to replace for kids as they was growing up and in school. Uh, ate the seat off of my brand new lawnmower one time. I rode it for two years with no seed on it just because I was too too mad to buy a new one. So uh, uh, you, you really got to want to have one that's <laughs> like that. You really do. <laughs>
1: Uh, that's
0: it's really not that much trouble if, I, if I'm if i not doing something I can watch her she's not too bad I can correct her but uh,
1: somebody said to hot source hot source your cords
0: <laughs> well then I'd be rubbing them in my eyes all the time that ain't gonna work uh, that's
1: funny that is how
0: about funny. a doc's tip of the week
1: doc's tip of the week well for a lot of you guys that use the rig wraps which I do and, and I also had the foam noodles. I use those too. But what, on the rig wraps, one of the problems that uh, that you can uh, run into is trying to select the correct hook. And what I've done is I put right here with a marker uh, 10-aught, 8-aught, whatever it is. If I need to change it, you know, a little bit of alcohol on there, on a the rag, and it comes right off, and you can relabel it. You know, I've, d- I've done where I've got double hook rigs and I'll just put a double double eight a dh there and that'll tell me that way I don't have to go through the box and I mean th- this box the box is big you know it holds 30 some rigs so you know you don't want to be hunting especially if you want to get something quick um, during Mississippi River Monsters uh, we were lucky because we had two You know, Lyle had his, I had mine, and we were just grabbing them and just, you know, and we break off and we were back in business real quick. We had six rods in the in the water at all times. So So that's Doc's tip for the night is label your rig wrap
0: boxes. That's a great tip, Doc. I've been doing that since the beginning of us having rig wrap boxes. like you say, acetone, alcohol, anything, just wipe that off and we can relabel them if you don't want to spend it a second time. It's amazing to me, and you know this as well as I do, how fast it is to grab that box, open it, get yeah. your rig out and tie it back on. Uh, we tore up some stuff down there in Memphis. Yes, we did. You know, we lost some rigs, and we was back going right away. I There was only one or two times that we actually grabbed another rod because we could get him. We, could, him. T- <laughs> we could tie him up real quick, you know. And uh, it it's just another. It's an outstanding product from a great sponsor, and uh, you know it, it's just uh, it's just a great way to do it. And and you need to have that now. With with talking about winter blues on Wheeler, uh, I haven't talked to Jody, and actually I forgot to mention it to him. But uh, it might be fun to have a show down there sometime when we're down there. That that might be a good time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, It'd be a little bit of fun. We might do that, especially uh, with the fact that Dieter Melhorn will be there. (laughs) And Luke. And Luke Hinges. Luke's supposed to be there. You know, if we could get them two on the show with us at the same time, you and I might just have to step back and let them boys go at it. I'm
1: looking forward to meeting both of them. You know, we um, talk to them all the time here on – Yep. catfish weekly and uh so i am really looking forward to uh putting my hand in their hand and saying hello it's finally good to meet you
0: that's exactly right i've watched Dieter's videos for years and years when he used to call them something else uh, wiley cat guy or something like that's what he used to call his Dieter Melhorn Fishings. uh and i met luke years ago at uh uh, Cats Incredible Tournament of Grand Forks, and what a fine young man he was in, and he still is. Thank the world of both of them. Can't wait to meet him. Uh, maybe we can all get together and do a little shoot down there or get in a boat or something. Uh It would be a blast just to spend a little time with those guys because they are so great. I haven't heard if any of the other guys that do videos and stuff are going to be there or not, but it would be a great time for everybody to get together and, and uh, compare war stories and Uh, There'll be some stories being told, and just because it's not New Year's Eve, there still may be some adult beverages shared around the old campground.
1: (laughs) Very possible.
0: (laughs) Yeah, very possible. Uh, What else we got to go over tonight, Doc?
1: I think that's about it, This has been one of the shortest shows we've had in, what, uh, four or five weeks? Yeah,
0: It has. What what do you say we do it one more time?
1: Sure, let's do that one more time.
0: All right. Give me a number, big guy. Uh, Let's do number two. One. Two. And the winner this time is Gary Bishop. Ohio, Gary Bishop, if you will contact Aaron Wheatley and tell him you won the prize from Monsters on the Ohio, I believe it's a hoodie. You can contact him, and he will get it to you. If you're going to the tournament, you might pick it up there, but if not, he has always sent them out. Uh, so be sure and contact Aaron and tell him you won a prize on the Rig Rat Prize Wheel on Catfish Weekly. And thanks for watching and playing the game. Very excited about this upcoming event. Monsters on the Ohio, Doc, it's always a blast. And next week, next Monday night, we will have Monsters on the Ohio's own Aaron Wheatley. We will have Jim and Sheila Sparks, if he can talk Sheila into getting on the show with us. Jim will be here. We'll find out about bait. We'll find out about everything they have in the catfish bunker. Aaron Wheatley will have something to tell us about. He always does. If you do not have your entry in for Monsters on the Ohio, go ahead and get it done. If you don't have your motel room reserved, go to their website or their Facebook page. Get the host hotels because there's more than one get this done before it's too late. Uh, really, really need to, to get this. This needs to be a great event. And all of the big events have become great events. We just, uh, things are just moving along, uh, really well for us in the catfish industry, Doc.
1: Yep. So appreciate everybody listening to the show. Uh, I know the chat was really full, uh, <laughs> So, and, and I do agree with what Dieter's saying. You know, that's uh, if we live stream this thing, man, it, it would really go great. But you know, you don't want to break the rules or whatever. So,
0: well, I, I will have to do some checking and see how to do some of that stuff. I'm not really, uh, you know, maybe him and I can visit about that one of these days. I'm not really up to speed with a lot of that kind of stuff. Uh, if I was. 20 years old i might know a lot more about it than i do now uh, but as it is i am not that age today
1: that's right you're <laughs> an old you're an old guy like me
0: that's right but they ain't nobody has any more fun than us
1: i know we have a good we have a good time <laughs> and we appreciate everybody that jumps in here and uh, listen to us sometimes we kind of rattle on sometimes we got feedback and we have all kinds of Issues, But that's what, you know, doing a show live, thats uh, that, you know, anything can happen. Always expect the unexpected, so.
0: Yeah, every once in a while, somebody will say something they might not, ought not <laughs> yeah. say, and normally it might be me, but yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Thanks for watching Catfish Weekly tonight. Be sure to jump in next Monday night for Aaron Wheatley and Jim Sparks. We'll see you then.
1: No.